This is Wednesday, May 12th. Let's get started right away by reading our scripture. Today it comes from Leviticus chapter 11, verse 1 to 8. And the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, Speak to the people of Israel, saying, These are the living things that you may eat among all the animals that are on the earth. Whatever has a hoof that is cloven-footed and chews the cud among the animals, you may eat. Nevertheless, among those that chew the cud or part the hoof, you shall not eat these, the camel, because it chews the cud, but does not have a, a part in the hoof, is unclean for you. The rock badger, because it chews the cud, but does not have a part or split in the hoof, it is unclean to you. And the hare, because it chews the cud, but does not part the hoof, is unclean to you. The pig, because it parts the hoof and is cloven-footed, but does not chew the cud, is unclean to you. You, may, you shall not eat any of their flesh, and you shall not touch their carcasses. They are unclean to you. Now, this sometimes, there are parts of Scripture that surprise us. The chapter I read from comes from a lengthy set of instructions that the Lord gave his people. These are dietary instructions. Why does the Lord give these commands? What is he trying to tell his people? Well, first, these commands have nothing to do with salvation. They're not damned if they eat and saved if they don't. The truth is that God saved them from the start when he brought them out of slavery in Egypt. No, these are God's wise commands to protect his people from harm that can come from certain foods. Yes, some foods may taste good, but may not be good for you. Or they may be good in moderation, but not healthy if you eat them in excess. Now, the first lesson we should take from this is God cares what we eat. Your diet matters to God for the simple reason that he loves you and he wants you to enjoy a long and healthy life. God wants you to flourish in your physical health. And what you eat, well, that's a great part of it. I learned this lesson when working out. I could faithfully exercise and work to build muscle mass and bone health. But if I'm not eating wisely, the results I get will be limited. Healthy nutrition supports everything else you're doing to take care of your body. This means the amount you eat and the foods you select. First, let's begin with amount. Your body does better processing nutrients and benefiting from them when you are awake. What does this mean? Well, you could explain it like this. Eat breakfast like a king, lunch like a prince, and dinner like a pauper. Yes, breakfast is meant the big meal, meant to be the big meal to fuel the start of your day. You have fasted many hours while resting, and now your body is looking for the resources to help it work through a long day. But notice you eat lunch like a prince or princess. This food is not as rich or caloric as your breakfast. Instead, this sustains your strength. It doesn't get your engine running, 
but it keeps it going to reach the end of the day. And then your dinner is a pauper's meal. A pauper's a poor person. Eating less at dinner gives your body time to rest, your digestive tract included. A heavy meal at night sends mixed signals to your body. It tells your body to get going when you're trying to get it to slow down, go off to sleep, and shut down for the night. You get the idea. Now these foods from the book of Leviticus were called out for being clean and unclean for a number of reasons. First, unclean foods often carried diseases that cooking, well, just didn't always remove, making them hard to prepare. There's a reason that you don't have to cook a beef steak to be well done, but you really do need to cook full, uh, pork chops fully. And second, the unclean foods were difficult to preserve. They easily became spoiled or tainted. There were no refrigerators in the wilderness. Now, we are not under these dietary laws today. We know it's okay to eat pork if it's properly handled and thoroughly cooked. But God called it unclean because it could put his people in danger. And it also was a behavior that separated them from their neighbors, made them different. God loved his people, and he wanted to protect them from unnecessary diseases and suffering. Now, the implications for us are similar to those of Israel of old. First, God loves you and he cares about what you eat. Your body is precious to him, the temple of his spirit. There are foods that will be better for you and amounts that will support a healthy lifestyle far better than others. Again, this is not the law that brings your salvation. This is the love of your heavenly father that wants to give you good gifts. Through the years, my doctor has often encouraged me to think more about amounts. This is because food is readily available to us, and therefore it's easy to overeat. This week is a good time to evaluate your diet, to ask if you're using your meals to support the healthy life you desire, and to consider what you're eating. You can eat whatever you like, but not everything will benefit you. Some foods may actually hurt you. I hope we can receive God's counsel in this, not as a curtailing of our freedom, but as loving guidance for healthy living. Let's pray. Lord God, our Heavenly Father, we continue to marvel at the way you care for us. Really, would the Lord of all be concerned about our diet plans? But you love us fully and freely. And we know that Jesus came that we might have life life in the fullest possible way. So help us to learn your way with food and how to enjoy the rich resources of your creation to live healthy and free, not in bondage to food. For we pray in your name. Amen.